again everybody, welcome, it's another episode of the Good Bit Podcast, my name is Chris and as always I'm joined by Aaron and it is a very very fun day today, it's a Sunday on recording day and we were just talking about how we don't like Sundays sometimes because they can feel a bit lazy and I must say, after a couple of technical difficulties and stuff, Aaron has uh, not got any clothes really to wear so he's thrown together an outfit that's like a very fancy golf shirt with jammy bottoms and I'm wearing a top with the pre-mark, they just have the one pocket on the nipple. It's one of those days. <laughs> one of those days. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Uh, we're both a wee bit uh, haggard today. So <laughs> it sounds like we're hungover, and I can guarantee you we're not. <laughs> no, I can guarantee you I'm not. Um, it, like, it might be because of the film we both watched last night that we we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if subconsciously we're both just a bit emotionally drained. Hmm. Um, I don't know, Sundays, don't like Sundays, don't like, like, days. Mother's Day, this day, International right. Hug a Pancake Day, uh, <laughs> you know, all these days, too many days, every day is a day. Every day is a day, not is every there, day Sunday, only once a week. I want to know, is there a day of the year where it isn't International Anything Day, because that is a special day, it's just a um, day, because every single day, so. it's International there's an international talk like a pirate day. Hmm? There's everything. Yep, there's international Harry Potter day, international give your best pal a hug day, all these things, you know. Um, there's important ones like birthdays, Christmas days, international women's day, international men's day. There's an international um, men's day? Yeah, I believe it's in like July or something. But yes, yeah, it's, 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 there is always a day. But that's okay though. It is okay, but I'm not in the frame of mind to accept that today. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, there's things like St. Paddy's Day and St. Andrew's Day and all that stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do on those days. So is there a, is there a day that you can... I mean, you must like Christmas. I like Christmas Day, yes. I like Christmas time. I'm a fan right. of that. Um, <laughs> to be fair, you know... Also, if, if I'm not in the night, right frame of mind, I don't, I don't like Christmas. Get away with Christmas, but I'm a complex human being. But generally, I like Christmas Day, um, birthday. I suppose they sometimes are good, but mm-hmm. I feel, again, you know, it's, it's it's shaky territory. Birthdays can be a bit like, oh, you know, I get that. Do you not like all the attention? Oh. I, I, it depends who it's from. I don't like attention okay. from people who I don't like and they don't like me, but it's because it's my birthday, happy birthday. You know, I get you, away. I get you. But I mean, on your birthday, you're going to be, you know, surrounded by loved ones, surely. You know what I mean? Like, Sometimes, but you know, I had a few birthdays. You know what I mean? I had a, bir- a few birthdays and it was um, at, at college in London. I didn't like that at all. Oh, really? Just people who I didn't know being like, it's your birthday happy birthday it's like what do you mean <laughs> you don't know me what do you mean happy birthday what do you mean you happy, happy birthday today? I'm in college it's not good I have to do a monologue go away <laughs> whereas you know other other birthdays you know I feel fine it's just one True. of those things you know ups, I'm going to guess downs. when your birthday is okay and I want you to give me a couple of hints and I'm going to get it right because I feel like I, I know like in the this. back of my mind that I can't remember this is okay Give me a clue. Would... It's not happened yet this year. I know that for free. It's not happened this yet. This yet year for free. 
Okay. It's uh, it's in April. It's next month. It is. It's Ugh. April 18th. It is. Oh, yeah. so you didn't have it. You knew it. Well, I knew it when I started playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came back to me. You don't have to remember mine. It's fine. It's a month that also begins with A. August. Yes. <laughs> well done. It's it's I know. I know. It's August the twenty somethings. Okay, why? Because that's the truth, isn't it? <laughs> it's August the twenty somethings, yes. Haha. Twenty fourth. Oh close. Six. Close. No. It's the twenty it's twentieth of August. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice round number which I quite like. It's coming soon. It's only March. Uh, well, it's on, you know, in real life, obviously, people who listen to this, it's going to be released weekly and stuff like that. But it's only been a matter of days since the last time we did an episode, which was the Grand Budapest episode, which was really good. Thank you for those people who joined us for that and for you for watching the film with me. That's right. I should clarify, we didn't watch the film together. We're not allowed to. Yeah. Um, how have you been the last couple of days? Have you been watching anything else over the last few days? I'm going to say uh, probably not. Oh, I have actually. Oh, they then. Uh, Call My Agent on Netflix. Is that new? Uh, it isn't new, but I think they've maybe released a new season recently. Okay. But I'm starting from the start. It is a French uh, comedy slash drama. It's kind of okay. a drama. Um, okay, okay. About agents working in Paris, actors' agents. And uh, it's just I, a I, perfect I, show for you. Well, n- well. No, you see, I really didn't think I would like it because I don't really like watching things about acting right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's one of the reasons I didn't like Marriage Story because it's just like, oh, it's a bit too. It's just, can you think of something else? I want to, I want to know about something else. But um, I really like it, uh, and the reason I, the reason I wanted to watch it is because it's in French, and. Uh, I've been trying to learn French. Uh, I could do the accent at least in long <laughs> Um So I want is that is that is that voiceover booth soundproof? <laughs> it is lovely weather we are having. Um, you are Huey, the trainer who trains. <laughs> <laughs> do not leave you up, or Asia. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get past that level of French. Steve Martin French. Oh, Steve I can't Martin wait till we do the Steve Martin Pink Panther on here. I tell you what, it's coming. I, we need to watch that together, though. I cannot. <laughs> we need to. That might be our first film we watch together after all this. Okay, I like that idea. Yes, you know how Ian's been on the show before and he had the podcast before called the Rap Chat. I was rest a guest peace. on the Rap Chat, and it was like rest in peace. Yes, I was a guest <laughs> on the Rap Chat, um, right at the start of the first lockdown. And it was like Guilty Pleasures episode. And I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to get roasted here. And it was like a countdown. Like, so number one has to be like your main Guilty Pleasure. And I said, my number one Guilty Pleasure is Steve Martin's Pink Panther of 2006. And they were like, what? Why? Why is that a Guilty Pleasure? Is that not funny? And I was like, yes, it is funny. But everyone, I mean, I just said Pink Panther. And I'm assuming you immediately went to like Peter Sellers or the 70s film or whatever. It's when everyone goes to. And I was like, no, I'm talking about the mid-2000s. The one Beyonce is in, Steve Martin. And he goes, why do you find that funny? And I just did the whole, I like to buy the hamburger. And I just, I was, I was trying to defend myself so much. And I don't know why I love it so much. And I don't know why you love it so much. But we'll do it on the good bit because it's a film that brought us together. It connected us. It's because there was a character 
someone in the year above us at um <laughs> yes someone in the year above us in uh at, at Clan. i can't remember their name um robbie in, right robbie he did a character in the show ian directed uh gentleman uh what was it country what was it called uh, the country boys country gentleman country no country for old gentlemen no Con- gentleman country i know what you mean i know the one you mean well we went to see a play that they did and there was a character that robbie played who spoke like that and i don't think we'd watch we hadn't watched pink panther together before that yeah, but, but, but I think that made it more funny because we made a whole bit about the way he spoke in that play. You say it wasn't even the way he spoke; he just said a certain thing. Pish posh. Was he saying pish posh? Pish posh. Like someone said something, and he said like, "Oh, that's pish posh" or something. But he just said it in a funny accent, and that's then we posh. he became immortal in the in our year, and it then did. we brought it up to him on a night out one time. Did we? And he was like, I, I don't even think, I don't know if you were there, but me and Ewan definitely did. Mad. And he's like, I don't even think there was Pish Posh or even in the play. <laughs> I, but we collectively just sort of got that. We took it way too far. You know, it's like Chinese whispers. You know, they just hear something and you just take it and take well, it. Well, he definitely just... did something. It was wish wash, we wash or something like that. And he kind of had his mouth, didn't really open his mouth and had a little moustache. That's what made it funny. That's what made our obsession with that film. And I don't know why you watched it. I must have just watched it one night and just been like, this is so underrated. And then I got you to watch it, thinking that you would hate it. And then you just loved it. I don't know. We watched it together, though, didn't we? We had a yes, sleepover. Uh, uh, <laughs> we've, had, we've had a lot of sleepovers. And uh, it was one, <laughs> of the, one of the days after. I have watched the second one. I don't remember much about it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just think the first one is so funny. So we'll it's get iconic. back to it. We will. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll do the thing on it. Cool. Um, well, I've not watched anything either, really. Um, I watched. Um, oh, I was going to ask you as well. Um, do you know anything about like silent films and like the silent era of films and stuff? No, I don't. Don't know much about no. that at all. I've so not. Neither do I really. I've not done it's, that. Uh, it's one of like my kind of like gaps in my knowledge about films. You know, I don't know much yeah. about that and stuff. Um, so I was like, oh, look, I'll try and I'll try and do better there. Um, so I got um, you know, Buster Keaton. You heard of Buster Keaton? Yep, yep, yep. Um, there's a box set out on Blu-ray of like him his best short films from like 1917 onwards or something. So I got that, and there's 32 films on it. Um, short two, 32 short films are about between 15 minutes to 40 minutes. 32 of them, and um, I started watching it the other day. It's really oh, interesting. It's, is it good? Yes, um, but you know, it's it's the first couple uh, weren't directed by him. These these films that are on the set, he's either acted in or he's directed them. I think it's in the ones he's directed too, but it's all of his best films. So I think they means both. But it's got like his, his screen debut and that sort of thing. It's called The Butcher Boys, the first one. And the second one's called A Rough Night. And uh, A Rough Night was not good, but The Butcher Boy was. And it's directed by his pal uh, Roscoe Arbuckle, I believe his name is, who gave him his film debut and that sort of thing. And they do lots of films together. So as they go on, it gets more and more interesting, I think, because it's like him taking the reins and doing his own films and stuff. But also, I knew this going in as well, but not until I played the Blu-ray was I like, ah, yes, these are short films, silent films made in 1917. Um, you know they're not going to oh, be yeah. as easy to watch, you know. But they were yeah. only like they're only like twenty five minutes or something, so it's fine. But uh, going forward, I heard they have gotten better, and you know I'm looking forward to going to the ones that he actually directed and starred in himself and stuff. And some of them are, are said to be like the greatest short films ever and stuff. So I'm looking forward to them. But Amelia Doors very interesting, more than more than good, I would say. I see. Yeah, you're looking at it from a historical 
perspective rather than a, I want to have a and good time. And now I know, I already know lots more about it just by watching those first couple. So it's a good thing, I guess. Listen, good on you. I, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not in the mood. Uh, to yeah, you explore, do need to be in the mood to explore silent films right now. Uh, I have, to be honest, I have, like I've said, I haven't been in the mood to watch any sort of thing remotely challenging in a while. Uh, I think Ian said that as well. He's he's been uh, reduced to great pottery showdown. Um, yeah, uh, which is disappointing. TV. But but I, I am getting into this French uh, Good. show. I like it a lot. I think about it. You know, it's one of those ones that you watch at night and you think about during the day. Like I can't wait to watch it. That's when you know. That's when you know you're in. I'm in. You know. I'm in. I like that. I did that in the first lockdown with Ozark, and I think the second season coming out this year. Not the second season, um, the fourth season, but like the second season I'm going to watch as it's on. Yeah. Um, so the fourth season. And I was like that too. I'd go at my routine, you know, back last March slash April was, you know, wake up, watch TV or whatever, wrestling probably, uh, have coffee, <laughs> go for a walk. Nice. Come back, have dinner, watch Ozark. That was that. That was my routine. Um, and probably Zoom. Everyone was Zooming at that point, doing Zoom quizzes and stuff. But oh, back uh, when we were all... like that now. No, it's sort of it's different now. You, you said you said before we we, we started the uh, podcast, you were feeling a bit a bit iffy. I know it's a Sunday, but you, do you not just think it's been going on for so long now? Just like yeah. it's up, ups and downs, ups and downs. But but some days like this day, some days like today, you just go, God, yeah. I'm just having a bit of an off day. That's all. There's nothing wrong with me. No, no, no. Um, but it's okay. Listen, it's Sunday. You know, day of rest. Uh, we're actually having a Nando's tonight. We're oh, going to, to buy a Nando's and bring it home. That's one of the big things I miss about living in a big city. Um, right. Just you can get Deliveroo or Uber Eats anything you want. In Perth, you're limited, and um, you're limited to cheese. Only they only deliver cheese in Perth. Just blocks. Of cheese. cheese. Uh, oh, you're talking about the cheese shop. All right, I get the cheese you shop. We went to. <laughs> I thought you were just saying they only deliver cheese. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They don't deliver, but they should because I would order. Yes. Um, no, you're limited in Perth. Although there's a new Japanese place that's opened up mm. uh, l- late last year. Sells very good sushi. Nice. I've never been to like a professional sushi place, um, and the sushi I've had from like shops have always been fine. But you know, I'd know I'd enjoy it more if it was like oh, yeah. specialty. You know. Oh yes. You so would. I guess Yo Sushi is the place to go. Um, that's uh, lots of places like that in town. Yo, Yo, I enjoy Yo Sushi. I enjoy it very much. Although you could take me. I will. Lo- I would love to take you for a Yo Sushi. Uh, okay. We'll do. We'll do something at the cinema, we'll go for Yo Sushi, and we'll come home, watch Pink Panther, and then we'll do a podcast. And we'll do it on a Sunday. We'll do it so on a like Sunday, so it a makes good it good, a good Sunday. Yeah. The oh, best Sunday of our plans. lives. Making plans. Right, this week, we are chatting about The Blair Witch Project from 1999, our first horror film here on season two of The Good Bit Pod, and this was, um, I must say, I was starting to panic, you know what I'm like? I was sitting there last night, my palms were going, I was getting all shaky, I was like, my God, it's we're meant to record tomorrow and Anna's not picked a film yet, I'm going to need to pressure him. And then within that moment, I received a text message from my good close personal friend, Aaron, who asked me if I've ever seen the Blair Witch Project, I said no, and we decided there and then, it's time to do it on the pod. Yep, um, yep, you'd said, because we recorded on Wednesday, you'd said to me, you choose, I was, I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of what to do. I'm, I'm only joking, I'm, by the way, I wasn't, I wasn't stressing that you didn't pick a film. I was stressing. Okay, <laughs> and I was like, 
I think I was watching some podcast and they were talking oh. about horror films and someone talked about the Blair Witch Project and he was like, oh my God, the Blair Witch Project. When I came out of that, when it came out in 1999, I came out of that, I... I I don't get scared a lot of horror movies, but that fucked me up. Uh, right. It was Bill Burr. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know. But when you said that, absolutely. That was actually a good impression. It's good. Maybe I should work on that. I do enjoy Bill Burr. It's um, funny as anything. Uh, so I just, in that moment, I was like, Blair Witch Project, yes. I, and, and I'll say, I have seen bits of it. Okay. I'll tell that. I'll explain that a bit more. But um, I was like, you know, and the, I, we, should, we should do a horror. I haven't done a horror. Yep. Message you. I was I was I was in that mood, you know, you know, I've 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 got a bit of a morbid fascination um with all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um but my morbid fascination include horror films because I am not I don't know about yourself, I'm not a horror film guy. I'm I'm happy to admit it, put my hands in the air, I'm a sensitive soul. I I, I get deeply affected by by a lot of things. I have to stay off the news, I have to stay off Twitter quite a lot of quite a lot. God, you're uh, right there. Because I, I I I get I get affected like even even the stuff that happened the other day with um, oh yeah the women in Clapham which is near like and I was like looking up the specifics of what happened and I, I just if my mind I, I doesn't sit well with me stuff like that it so when it when freaks stuff like that happens do you do you when you say you get freaked out do you sit and you think about it you can't get it off your mind because that's what happens to me. And it yeah. like it bothers my mood, and 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 I yeah. obviously we're not saying <laughs> it will not be like oh poor us like something horrible has happened in the world and we're really getting affected by that. No, but, but what I'm saying is when you read this stuff, it just kind of like it sits with you, and you can't. I, I remember you try and distract yourself, and you can't. When Grenfell happened, mm. and I, it, and I was watching the news about it and and reading stuff about what happened, and I it, it, I almost got sent into a bit of a deep depressive spiral because I couldn't wow. handle it. I couldn't handle that that happened. And and it I just kept thinking about imagine and and those people and it it honestly yeah. I'm sensitive. Don't like yeah. that stuff. And you think um, that that sort of boils over to your film watching. Uh, well 100% even 10 times more because you can watch okay. the news and and hear about things that happened and you can really imagine and and it just goes wild. But a horror film is designed for that. Yeah, and, and that's the that's the charm of horror films to a lot of people. Now, I'm pretty similar to you, right? But also, I'm in denial sometimes. Like, oh, I'll just watch a horror, I'm fine. And it happens every time. It happens every time because I'm, I'm trying to be this film buff or whatever, right? That I can... And listen, all for, I mean, I watched The Blair Witch and it freaked me out, right? <laughs> but, but, it, but, it, but it didn't like... I wasn't particularly scared or petrified i'm not thinking about it now it was just kind of in the moment it's a suspense thriller kind of horror film isn't it so it's all like waiting for that moment to happen um things like the shining and stuff were the exact same you know of course i watched the shining classic jack nicholson and then you watch and you're like oh my god like if you get and you're thinking about it for a few days after um that happens to me and it happens every single time and when i'm watching the film i'm in that moment and i'm like i i don't like horror films why have i done this yep me too me too. I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't like them. I, there, there's, they're like, you know how Scorsese calls Marvel films like roller coasters. They're, you know, mm-hmm. they're theme parks. Uh, I, I feel that way about horror films. Like, I don't like roller coasters. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go on one, but I might go on one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just to be like, 
<laughs> go on then. Like, and as I'm, soon as you go on it, you go, why am I, why am I on this? Why like, have I done this? Some, sometimes, I, I, you know, I enjoy sort of more arty uh, drama uh, films than horror films, but sometimes I don't want to, I don't want to sit down and watch that kind of film. Sometimes I, I just, I just want to be scared. I want to, I want something to, and, and, I, and I, you know what you're going to get. That's the thing with yeah. horror films. Like with other films, like you might, it might be a comedy or it might be a drama, but like you, you don't really know how you're going to feel about it. But so if you're subjective. after, if you're after, you will be scared. Sometimes you just want to watch, want to watch a horror. I'd say that that does not yeah. happen often with me. Okay. I, I love a thriller, right? When I was growing up, yeah. I would always say that comedy and action and things like that were my favorite genre. But now I know that thriller is my favorite film genre because I love the feeling of when you're totally immersed, you're sucked in. You're tense. Um, you're tense, relieved when it when something happens that you want to happen. And I'm also quite good with like admiring the filmmaking and stuff as well. You know what I mean? So I can kind of have like two sides of my mind watching a film and the acting and oh, I love this actor and whatever, you know. Um, but I can really get you know invested in a film, and that's you know when you go to the cinema and there's everything else is shut off and everything's dark and you get the surround sound and stuff. That's why I love going to the cinema because it doesn't matter what type of film it is, you do get sucked in. You know, um, it needs to be really bad for you not to be in the cinema. I think. Um, but when it comes to horrors, my argument has always been, you know, why would you want to be scared? And a lot of horror film fans just love the feeling. They love the adrenaline. They love the jump. They love the fact that, oh my God, they know they're about to be scared and it's going to sit with them for a while and they love that. And it's just never been me. And I see those people and I'm like, I just wish that I had that appreciation for horror films because there's so many out there, you know, that I could probably appreciate. And I just like, I just don't have that. I don't have that enjoyment. I don't look forward. Why would you want to be scared? I've never, it's never clicked with me, you know? I, yeah, I, I, I feel somewhat with your, what you're saying. I don't really understand why you want to be scared, but then I do. Because I, like I said, with when the horrific things happened in Grenfell, it freaked me out so much that I, I kept watching. I kept watching the news. I didn't turn it off. Right. Um, you know. Right. It's like you can't turn away. When I started to get, I, I, I had a period of time where I started to get freaked out about flying. Randomly, okay. I think I had a flight with bad turbulence or something. Just got in my head about it, and yeah. got so freaked out that I just wanted to know about horrific crashes, and I wanted to know <laughs> what the black right. box sounded like when it was going down, like horrific things, and it freaked me out to the po- like really freaked me out. And I it was and I was like had trouble, like had trouble. Yeah. And How I, are so you? I, fine. Fine. I got over it. Okay. Um, just did. Um. But um, I, I, I think I, that was a specific point where I really realized that I had a morbid fascination that I was unhealthy. Like some people have morbid fascinations, but they can sort of handle it. They go, ooh, what, wonder what it looks like. There's this horrific video on YouTube. Like, oh, God, <laughs> that's horrific. Um, it's twisted. It's sad. I don't know. What it, but they want to. It's morbid fascination. I realized I have that, but I am also too sensitive to have that. So I need to check myself and really not just just don't. Yeah, I get the whole social media thing, and I actually said to myself last night that maybe it was because I watched Blair Witch last night, but I was sitting there thinking I need that social media break 
but I can have a social media break because I need to promote the podcast and stuff, right? And I say need to. I don't need to at all, but I'd like to, you know, I like interacting with people who listen and that sort of thing. And we always appreciate it and we promote it and we let everyone know it's there. That is the reason why I have social media is for the podcast and the YouTube channel. That is the reason, you know, just because I've got it though, I still use it when I'm not promoting stuff. If I'm watching a sporting event, you know, wrestling show or a film or something that's on live and people are watching and I go on Twitter and I see all the negativity about it, no matter what it is, it could be a horrendous thing on the news or a lighthearted piece of entertainment, but you see the negativity and even that affects me. So I, I need that yeah, I need yeah, that yeah. social media break and I don't know how, I'm not good with like just being strict with myself and just not going on Twitter. You know, I made like a New Year's resolution at the start of 2021, trying to be on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook less and I'd started off all right, and now I'm right back at square one. I just, yeah, I'm bored, and I've got 30 seconds until we're leaving. All right, I'll just check Twitter. Like, it just yep. it just happens. Yep, 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 I don't yep. know how to go over it. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. Uh, it's a real thing. I, I, I feel the exact same. I'm the exact same. I don't know. Yeah. There's not many people our age uh, in our situation who aren't feeling the exact same. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. It's, but I, after last night, I, um, I, I can I say half yeah, an hour in that I really enjoyed the film. Yeah, as I, not enjoyed. I thought it was a good film. Yeah, um, well, I'm really glad we watched it. Actually, yes, if innovative of uh, sort of groundbreaking. Yes, but having said that, even last night I was like, "Hmm, yeah, good, but yeah, probably shouldn't. I don't think I should should watch much more." Horror movies. It should be pretty sporadic as it is mm. now, because it's just, it's just not good for me. Honestly, yep. it it puts, it stays in my head. It's not good. I can't. We should, we should also say if you've seen Blair Witch from nineteen ninety nine, the original. Um, you know, it, it's not as if there's a particular. There's lots of really scary moments in the film, but but there is. It's just a kind of freaky. There's no ambience sure. the way. There's no jump scares. Right. If that like, there's no spoiler, you know, came out so many years ago. There's you don't see the monster, mm-hmm. but I, I, and and I and I say I had seen it a bit before. I'll tell you about that. I one time it was study leave at my school, and you could study in the library mm-hmm. on the computer, and uh, I very wisely used that time to watch. Um, horror films because even back then I was a sensitive soul but right. the setting of being in a library at school with loads of people in the day I found that I could just watch them so I was like well I don't feel scared so I'll right. just watch them and I watched pretty much all of Blair Witch Project but it was in a library it uh-huh. was during the day uh, it was with other studying things going on at the same time, you know, not really watching it properly, and I don't really remember yeah. much about it. Um, and it was that was probably a good what eight years ago, nine years ago, seven years ago, quite quite a while ago. It was is yeah. for one of my first exams, so yeah, right. Um, but I did watch most of it, um, but I don't remember much about it because I didn't watch it in the right way, um, and didn't I wasn't completely immersed. But this time, being completely immersed and absolutely going for it. Because you know how you can sort of watch a horror movie and, and sort of protect yourself and sort of go, I'm not really going to watch this, but I kind of want to yep. watch this. I went, I'm going to watch this. Okay. You know? Yeah. 
pretty pretty terrifying pretty really pretty freaky don't you think it's absolutely freaky it's really freaky i i left the light on you know <laughs> sometimes i'll do that sometimes i'll turn it off and make it like you know we watched harry potter the other night goblet of fire you know the place was like a cinema you know um but with this film i was like i'm gonna leave the light on i have a, i got a blanket for the christmas time for the winter um that's just it's still on my couch so i got my blanket and i was holding it just in case and i had the drink and the phone went away which is something I think we should always do, and I and I, you know, especially um, if I've texted someone, you know, uh, I want to see if there's a reply. So I always keep the phone next to me. But then it's just like, oh, I just need to check something. Or I'll go on IMDb even. Well, you know, I may think of something, then. and oh, what's the actor's name? Whatever, I'll go on. Um, and then that sets me off and stuff as well. So I'm trying to like stay off the phone and stuff. So I also did watch this, you know. Um, without it being totally immersed in terms of the lights being off and the volume being up and all that stuff, it was just like it was just a casual viewing, and I really did enjoy it. I'm really glad I watched it. It's funny because uh, I had always assumed that this wasn't like this big, you know, overly popular horror film, but now after watching it and looking, doing some research and um, reading some things on the trivia page on IMDb and stuff, it was huge. Um, the film cost sixty grand to make and made about six million. It was super successful on release day. It, it pure divided opinions, obviously, especially because of the ending. But I think that was on purpose. Um, people started sending the actors' parents sympathy cards because they thought it was real. Um, all this stuff. And because of that, then I'm like appreciating the film more because, you know, the, yes, the acting was great and all that stuff. Um, but it's almost the fact when you're thinking these people... First of all, you think the film is a documentary because it looks so real. That's a tick for the film. But also because the actors in the film are so great, that's an, a double tick, you know. Very good scaled acting. <laughs> that's crazy. And j- j- the the thing at the time, which is I don't think you could do this now, because you kind of ha- I don't I don't know what the laws are now. But they create this whole mythos around the Blair Witch. The filmmakers made that, and and released that into the web years in advance they did mm-hmm. the whole thing so when it came out i think most people genuinely were like well, the, the the reason it was so freaky was because a lot of people were confused if, if, if it was the real footage right because it is that it just looks like that yeah um now, and the so actors the Blair... sorry go on i was just gonna say the blair witch the myth is it a myth no. Was it created by the by the directors? They'd created it, so it's not real at all. Like, no. like there's there's studies that have been made since then, but it still it still was created by fucking uh, Daniel Merrick and Eduardo Sanchez. Yes, I think they based it on a lot of folklore, genuine myths. Yeah, they like made witches that, and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, they made that one up. Cool, I like that. I like um, that a lot. It's cool. Like such a detailed like universe. Like. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, it, it, it freaked me out. <laughs> Good. Why did you pick this one again? Just because it's been because on your I radar, was like, just in the mood. I was in the mood, and I was like, <clears throat> I, I, because I, I had seen it before. I knew it wasn't right. gonna scar me for the next <laughs> three months, but I knew that I didn't really, I didn't really dip my toe into it. I only dipped my toe into it. I should say, like, okay. I didn't really go for it, but. Um. So yeah. It, so it, it creeps you out, but you enjoyed it anyway, which is which is the goal of a horror film. 
you know, if it creeps you and you enjoy it, that's a good that's a good horror film. I was also reading um, about the actors and their experience filming, mm-hmm. and I think what a lot of the reactions they give, all they are brilliant actors, uh, yep. especially um, Heather. The fantastic that the, the close the infamous close up shot, which is going right up on nostrils. And did and stuff. you know that at the Razzies that year she won worst actress, and the film was nominated for worst film. Yeah, idiots, idiots, man, idiots. Um, um, she's fa- she's fantastic. I thought the other guys were great too. Um, I think that's the thing where they conflate the weirdly mix up the character with the performance because it's, she's not a very likable character. Um, yeah, you, you don't. She's annoying. Um, the character, but the actress's performance is not annoying. It's brilliant. She's yeah. But I think the actors were put through their paces a bit. Like they genuinely camped in the woods, and oh yeah, they tough. just had to film. That's it. a tough one. And and yeah. when they're freaking out in the tent about the noises, like they're just they're the noises that the directors are made. They didn't tell them what they were going to do. They woke them up. Like, yeah, and they I, played like like a child, a child crying and snapping branches and stuff. Like, yeah, that I I I know for a fact. If I got that through as an audition today, and and that was the set of circumstances you'd be filming, and I'd be like, no, I can't. What? What? Okay. What if it was like this is your first big acting job since the Panto last Christmas, Christmas before? Um, this is could be a great opportunity. It's a film, good pay. But you need to go camping for eight days. Um, you need to film it all yourself with the same two actors that you don't really know. If it was all that, I'd probably do it. But adding the fact that it's a horror and we're going to freak you the fuck out, I'd be like, no, I don't know if I can. I don't know if you can manage. Yeah. I, very I, good. I, I could imagine, I'm a, I'm a sensitive boy. I could imagine if I was, I would be like, no, no, can't. Buzz, uh, safe word, I'm safe out. word. I'm out, I'm out. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I need out. Keep your money. Keep your money. I don't care. Because, if, oh, no. Yeah, no, you're right. Here, um, now at the start with their interviewing the locals. Yeah. Mary Brown. Why is she the most terrifying I person thought, I've ever seen in my life? I, and I thought she was the, the witch. This is like... <laughs> I was like, and she's the one. She's going to kill them. Well, that's... That, so they just... They were... It's like real people from that town that they were yeah. just looking for extras that we can't pay you much money, but we need a couple of people to interview. And they just so happened to get this woman who is so spooky and talks creepy and was perfect for the role. And then they interview the kind of wholesome mum and she starts talking about it with her child and the, and the kid starts crying in her hands, That's almost as if it was fate. Brilliant. It was perfect. It's brilliant. Um, I also noted down on my notepad here, why is the title card scary? See, when it comes up at the, fr- the start, she says, The Blair Witch Project, and like, it's kind of creepy font, and it's kind of shaking, bad quality. I was like, right off the bat, the title card's fucking creepy. Did, How did, did that make me feel? Did you, at any point, like, I know I'd seen a bit of it before, but did you, at any point, because you, you knew it was a famous horror film, did you, at any point, go, oh, crap, this is, th- I don't know if I'm ready for this. Do you know, do you know uh... what I mean? Because sometimes when I'm, if I'm watching a horror film, it's like, Oh, is this gonna be? Is this gonna be absolutely? I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, no, no, I don't think I. I've been playing it down the whole day. You know, just gonna watch the scary film. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do it for the podcast tomorrow. Um, watch that. You know, yeah, sure, play. And then as I was watching that, I was getting more and more invested and stuff. Uh, but no, no, only been a couple of times that's happened in my life. The Shining being one of them. 
but like The Shining is an amazing film. And as I was saying earlier on, I can kind of there's, there's like a gap in my mind where I can appreciate the film and the acting and the writing and stuff, as well as being laughing at a comedy or you know being intense in a thriller or scared in a horror. Whereas like appreciating The Shining, but I was like, this I am terrified right now, and I'm going to be thinking about this for ages, <laughs> you know. And there's been a couple of films in the cinema like that too. Um, but I've never not like I didn't think about quitting at one point, not at all. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah, um, but I didn't. But I just remember thinking, ooh. If, if this is going to be really at bad... At what moment? At what moment? Um, oh, 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 when, they just, when, they just started, when they just started going into the forest, I was like, oh God, I don't know. Mm. I don't know how... If I, and I was already thinking in my head, it's fine because the podcast could be all about scary movies and the fact that I couldn't watch it. <laughs> You said like that, like I need to finish it because of the podcast. But no, I'll just talk about something else. <laughs> I was, I had a get out jail card in my head, um, but I did watch That's it. That's fine, yeah. Um, I mean, put yourself in that position. I mean, that idea of being lost—it's so funny how, like, that is what I do I, because I've never been lost, you know. And if I have been, I've found my way out in the end. Yeah, I always just have them in my mind. I'll be fine. But put yourself in that position—you have no idea where you're going and you just so happen to be in a haunted forest you know but it's so big that we can't even imagine like it's america We're walking for like, 15 hours and ended up in the same spot i i can't imagine walking anywhere for 15 hours and not finding civilization I, we live in a country that's too small for that like yeah. i can't imagine being in forest that goes on for days like in each direction um have you ever been camping yes was it was it like with your mates or a small group of you? Uh, did or was it always like a big safety thing? Well, I did Duke of Edinburgh. Okay. Um, I guess that counts, but you're with your school. <laughs> I was with my school. Um, but that is that is literally what they were doing. That is hiking through the middle of nowhere and camping each night. And then hiking again. And then camping. I think it should be a requirement to test the strength of each young human to watch the Blair Witch Project the night before you do your Duke of Edinburgh expedition. There you go. No chance. Just do it. I knew I was okay watching that last night because I'm not going to be going camping anytime soon. But if you were. But for what? There's a witch know. out there. There's a witch out there. I, w- I went camping with five mates in 2015 instead of our leavers school leavers lads holiday we went camping instead because we had no money and um we didn't fancy it anyway now it's like why did we not go but also it's, it's not, we weren't all 18 and at the time we just thought right, we'll, we'll do a we'll just do a, do like a camping trip just us um, and it was great thinking back now though i don't know how i mean it was fine it wasn't scary or anything i was with my mates you know i was able to sleep and stuff it was uncomfortable but like it was the middle of summer it was fine um, but now I just now I just don't like the idea of camping. Maybe it's because I'm too home nurtured and like I have this beautiful setup at home. You I don't, just don't like the idea don't, of camping now. You don't strike me as a as a camping guy. I'm not either. But I like I way. like going adventures and I like going walks and finding new places and stuff. You don't I, mean, have I did, sleep I did a film. I could remember sleep there. I did a, a short film in 2017 where we were up at the camp seas and um, walking through these things, getting these nice shots and stuff. It looks good on camera, but like we were there for hours, and that was fine. You know, but now I'm like, oh no, how did my parents cope knowing I was away camping on my own at not even 18 yet, you know? Yeah, I mean, the last time I camped was uh, Tea in the Park, I think. 
and that's another reason why Tina Park and Transmit does not appeal to me. I don't think you can put Transmit, do you? Do you? Oh, maybe not then. But certainly, yeah, Tina Park, that was... Um, that was camping. That was camping. That was that was at its worst and at its best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly yeah. best. Mostly best. Mostly best. Okay, good memories. Um, I've always been told that I oh Chris, you'd love the Blair Witch Project because you love filming things. Um, you're, you're a vlogger, <laughs> you know. Um, and it's like Heather's character in the film. She's like, I know we're in dire straits, but I need to film this stuff, so we've got it on record. And I feel like I can relate to that. Not to the same degree, but like we could be out somewhere and people are like you filmed for an hour. Why are you still filming? I'm like, because I need to, I need to hold on to this footage and stuff. Um, and all people always told me that you would love this film. And now I'm watching and I'm going, okay. Do you know me at all? Yeah, that's people who don't understand, like <laughs> people who make videos like, although oh, they're filming, so you'll like it. It's like, well, it's more complicated than that. I don't just like I... vlogging because I like holding a camera up. <laughs> I filmed like my wee cousin when he was a baby because you know Just it might film. be good ten years time, but not because I fancy holding the camera now. Like mm. I don't know, I thought that was interesting. I and also, I find <laughs> I find vlog clips and like camcorder footage from different time periods really interesting. Like see, seeing behind the scenes clips of films from the nineties and eighties and stuff, and seeing George Lucas walking around the set of Tunisia filming A New Hope in nineteen seventy seven or nineteen seventy six. Um, so fascinating, you know. So seeing a, a really low budget, you know, all shot in a vlog style thing from the mid nineties. They're wearing nineties clothes. They kind of use nineties words, things like that. Um, I found it really interesting. If we're taking away from the the, the you know the film aspect of it and the fact that I was getting scared, just in terms of life, um, always find that quite fascinating. Seeing footage of life, what was life like, like real life then when i wasn't around you know? yeah it was pretty authentic yeah. yeah i um the at what point were you obviously you're not scared like it's not a, it's not a film that makes you sort of check all the rooms in your house and go oh god mm. but because it's you know it's not one of those films but um the the as they gradually the thing that was the most creepy for me as it's just that they gradually they're a little bit freaked out at the start. Well, it's a joke for them at the start, and then they're a little bit freaked out, and then oh, this is kind of creepy. And then oh, so we should probably go back. And then it's like oh, we can't. We're a lot like the gradual sort of feeling of them realizing that they're absolutely screwed. Like when um, Josh goes missing, mm. um, that was really creepy for me because if you were if you were in that position and you, one of the, one of your mates has gone missing. It's confirmed for you. It's like, well, well, now it's real. Yeah, it's real. Next, we're we're done. Yeah, that was really we're creepy. done. And I mean, the fact they were just screaming, you know, uh, that was pretty terrifying. What about the bit where they they ran from the campsite? Oh, oh just out. Just, yeah, just no expose where yourself. Um, there was a, I read on the trivia thing where they were you were supposed to see a very sh- quick glimpse of the Blair Witch at that moment. The white. And, and the character was there, the actress was dressed up there on set. And it was a guy. <laughs> and they just, no, it was a guy. And they just didn't, they just forgot to turn the camera around because they were so in the moment. And yeah. it kind of made it better, you know? Yeah. Uh, we should talk about the ending as well. Um, First of all, finding a random house that you didn't know was there before. Don't in the go middle in. of a haunted forest. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Um, but, but before that, obviously when he'd been taken, 
that's freaky. But the night, the first night they sleep without him and they hear him moaning in the night, oh, like, oh actually, my God. I actually God. get scared you talking about it now. Because this is this is the way I, th- it, it, I, my brain just wraps around this shit and just fucking goes for it. Like, yeah. I, the, 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 the fact that they now know that he's out there in pain being absolutely destroyed by this thing that yeah. is going to come from like that is horrific that's horrendous and what about the, when, they, when when they find the the, the all teeth. the sticks wrapped together and it's like his tongue they've cut out and all his teeth oh my god and it, the blood and you like so you're looking at that going right so that is going to happen to me he's <laughs> this thing this witch is going to ruin yeah. me <laughs> yeah. and i'm going to be a lot it's going to hurt it's going to like if I was, I remember, I remember thinking like if I was in that position, I would just want the, I would just want my existence to stop. I would just want to die. I just want to be swallowed into the earth and never see. I would just be like, I cannot. If this is the way I'm gonna go, that. I'm gonna have to die now because this cannot happen. Yeah, um, yeah, it's horrendous. <laughs> it's horrendous thought. So when they're in the house, right, and they start seeing all the weird writing on the wall and. And the handprints of the children, right, which was horrendous in its own right. I don't know how they designed that. Um, and then, so you see from Mike's point of view, who then is hit or something and falls and is on the ground. And then you see Heather running and Screaming. she also gets hit and falls down. But she sees him standing up facing the wall away, which is what the Mary Brown character said happens to the children. Face the corner. the Blair Witch takes them, they face the corner, don't look at the thing. Um, but it confused me a little bit because I was expecting to see Mike sort of dead or whatever. I didn't think we'd see the... After the point we hadn't seen her before at all, I expected not to see her, especially when she attacked Mike from behind. But then it just happens again to Heather and that's how the film ends. Um, what did you make of Mike standing up after being attacked? What was that all about? Because it's I, left up to interpretation. Yeah, I think I interpreted it as... Well, when I read up about it after, it's like the Blair Witch can... Once you're in the forest, she can, she can influence your behavior. She's in your she mind. Can, and... In be in your mind, she can, she can. I I would imagine she can screw with the direction of your compass to make you go in circles. Ah, so that's okay. why they were getting lost. So she was just making them go in circles. Because you never can't, thought about that. You Good don't. Point. You don't look at the compass the entire time. You know, you check yeah. it and you say, "Oh, am I going the right direction?" So I imagine she could do that. And I imagine she could make Mike. I think she made Mike chuck the map in the river. Oh, I forgot about that. But oh my god, the the reveal of that. And he starts laughing like crazily. Yeah, and the two of them are so angry. You know, from then it's like, oh my god, they're they're not in, they're not. This but is but one that one that some good angry acting. Oh yeah, it was it's uh, stunning. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think she. Well, she clearly possessed Josh to be able to cry out for them yep. to lure them into the house, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know why I, she'd I make him face yeah. the corner. She made him face the corner while she killed Heather. Heather. So maybe she just doesn't want you to see her. Mm-hmm. Oh God! I mean, I never. When I thought about the film, I just didn't really have really an opinion. Um, not an opinion. 
I don't have a really a view on the ending because it's it's up to you to kind of decide for yourself. And I guess w- the way you put it there is, yeah, you know, it's more of a possession kind of thing than anything, right? Um, yeah, but listen, really enjoyed the film, and I mean, I, I got scared and was kind of creeped out, but I wasn't terrified at any moment. I was interested in it a lot more than petrified. And I don't know now. Might like, should I watch the remake because it's more recent? I don't know. Did they, how how different is it? Yeah, watch the trailer for it. Um. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't think I will watch it. Um, I'd be more inclined to, if I'm feeling like I want to scare myself, I'd be more inclined to watch that one again with someone else yeah. and show it to them. Uh, also, I've been watching a lot of films recently um, with like the subtitles on. Why? I mean, I've been watching anything actually with the subtitles on because sometimes maybe it's me or maybe it's just bad hearing or whatever. I tell you, I, I, I don't pick up on certain things sometimes. Um, and I talk I like I've watched reviews and films and stuff, and I'm like I completely missed that. So ever since oh. watching things with subtitles, it's helped me a lot in just terms of like the writing and really digesting stuff. So it just as I've always been doing the past month or so, I had the subtitles on for this one, and there are so many swear words in this film. Naturally, you know, yeah, there you is. would do because there's improvising, um, I suppose. Yeah, and the subtitles on Amazon like changed every swear word to like we are so screwed. We are so screwed that it came up saying screwed, but of course they're saying F, oh. you know, um, screw you, Mike, screw you, Mike, and stuff. Obviously, they're actually saying it, but on the, on the subtitles, it's like... Oh, that's weird. You know, Why would you do that? I thought that was funny. I don't know. But obviously, you watch a lot of subtitles, and it doesn't matter that it's swear words. It's in the yeah. script, you know, but um, I just thought that was interesting. I was watching it, and I was kind of, when they were really being petrified, I was kind of laughing a wee bit going, <laughs> like the subtitler yeah. decided to change it because they didn't think it was PG enough, but yeah, um... I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we talked about it on on the good bit because it's nice to get different kind of um, genres and that sort of thing. Um, it's nice to kind of open up our um, possibilities and horizons in terms of doing films, which is good. So the next horror film we do won't be for a while. <laughs> so <laughs> don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, for me. Um... This is March, right? Let's do another horror film in October. <laughs> yeah. Near Halloween. <laughs> yeah, we'll do on Halloween. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll get into it um, and just watch loads now and just absolutely Doubtful, screw myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Well, next week we're not entirely sure what it's going to be, but it's it's likely we'll have a guest next week Oh, um, again, which will be good. And they'll be chatting about a massive film next week if all goes to plan. But until then, anything else you'd like to say to the listeners, Aaron? Stay safe. Don't go into the woods. Um, don't camp in the woods don't use a compass use your GPS uh, don't go into the house just don't and um, wear a mask okay yeah in the woods wear a mask in the woods don't go into the woods yeah don't go camping in the woods the woods the woods and go play golf like Tiger Woods <laughs>